Good Monday morning, June 7th, 2021. Uh, welcome to another Monday morning meditation. Thanks for giving us a listen, uh, for subscribing. If you are not a subscriber, consider subscribing. You'll get our Monday meditation and the Thursday episode uh, delivered through whatever podcast platform you like. Two episodes, uh, Monday and Thursdays every week. Um, at the very least, if you're not a subscriber or if perhaps you just found us, try a couple of episodes out, see what you think. If you, if you get any value whatsoever out of what we're talking about, uh, share it with somebody else who you think would find value in it. And please, by all means, uh, leave me some feedback, rate, review, even if you hate this show, even if you think there's a lot of things that need fixed. I'm sure there are a lot of things that need fixed. I would love to hear about them. You can rate and review in iTunes, in whatever distribution platform you use, or send me an email. Um, I've got a, we have a new email address and a new website for the show. Uh, so if you have questions, if you uh, have a topic, have something that you want addressed on the show, if you have an idea for a guest, uh, or if you've got feedback on the show itself or on me, email ask at thelastquestion.blog, ask, A-S-K, at thelastquestion.blog, and the website is thelastquestion.blog. Take a look. There's a few new posts and some new info on there. Uh, I am working on building the site, but I am also working on keeping the site simple and to the point. It's about this show, this project, that is the last question, and it's about supporting this ongoing conversation that we've been having the last few months since the show launched in March 2021, um, really focused on building better leaders who will build a better future. And there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot to unpack from that. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to do here week to week, day to day, sometimes minute to minute. This week, another meditation not a question so much, but really trying to get you to sit back and think about responsibility in your position. Uh, it could be at work. It could be at home. It could be in the community. It could be in a service organization in a volunteer capacity. It could be your paid full-time job. Think about a time where you have replaced someone. Think about a time where you have replaced someone. So when I was in college working part-time jobs, right, I worked in food service, I worked on campus at the university, uh, I worked for a couple of different companies, kind of internship style jobs. All of them were part-time to some extent, and in every case, I was doing a job somebody before me had done. Whether they did it better than me or not as well as me is irrelevant. Um, the point is I was doing a job someone else had done. It, it really was not until uh, 2014 when I had that training experience in, in Wyoming that I know I've touched on before. It really wasn't until then that I really had the opportunity to build something from scratch. And, and it's, I don't know, at least to me, I think it's, it seems rare to have that type of chance. And I think oftentimes we fall into a trap where we think we have to reinvent the wheel 
every single time we take on a position. And oftentimes, you know, we want to put our mark on things and we want to improve if we walk into an absolute dumpster fire of an organization, right? We may have to take some significant action in a short period of time, but ultimately, and a lesson that took me a long time to learn is you really have to calibrate um, the type of change you're going to implement because it's going to rock the world of that team. Even if it's changed for the better, right? Even if those people have been suffering under a bad boss, a bad supervisor, um, a bad leadership team, whatever, it's still going to rock their world because now it's the, the expectations will change, how they interact is going to change, and it can make people nervous. Okay, so have you ever replaced someone or, or gone into a job, into a position that someone had done prior to you? Right. Even when I was making sandwiches on the, on the line, on the deli line, you know, other people had done that job prior to me. Probably most, if not all of them had done it better than I did. Right. I'm not a particularly gifted sandwich artist. And so I show up to this job and I've got the lay of the land. I know where everything is, the bread, the meat, the condiments, the salad stuff, all the soups, all the business. Right. And not everything's perfect. And, you know, within a few days, I'm learning of things that aren't set up correctly or the equipment doesn't work well or every time we try to cook two paninis at once, we have an issue with the, with the cooking iron because of whatever, because this thing is broken, right? And that's just one example. And, and, I, and I'm not going to make this entire meditation about that experience. It's not going to be fire extinguisher episode all over again. But, you know, when I entered active duty, when I got into the Air Force, I walked into a position, I began taking custody of weapons as an on alert missile crew member, and I would show up as a brand new crew member, carrying with me the reputation of the 50 some odd plus the 100 some odd crew members who came before me to that site, interacting with those military police, with those force support airmen with those maintainers, with all the people out there. Walking around with my rank on, with my uniform on, I looked like the 50, 100 other squadron members who had come out there, many of whom did not have good reputations, many of whom didn't fix anything when they were there, many of whom would overlook, overlook mistakes, overlook things that were busted, overlook things that needed fixed or changed or improved. So think about a time where you've walked into a job or maybe you're about to walk into a job, into a position, into a responsibility behind someone else. And really what I want you to think about is a time when you've done that and either they didn't leave it better than when they found it or they did, but they still were experiencing problems whether they created them or they inherited them or the problems really are a function of external forces. I don't, none of that matters. I'm saying all of this to say, when you walk into that position, do you realize that the problems you have inherited are your problems by default, by definition, it, this is particularly important if you are a supervisor, right? If you have direct reports on paper, if you have a team responsible to you 
for something and and then that means automatically you are responsible to them for their care and feeding, right? In the figurative sense, may not be literally care and feeding, but I think you understand my point. You have a responsibility to each other. If you're going to walk into a position like that, any problem you inherit in that organization, on that team, within that team, in the building, at your office, any problem you inherit is your problem. So when I, this was probably sixth or seventh year or so, I started to hear this phrase a lot. Uh, in, in a couple of different people I knew were fond of saying it and it, and it graded me. It just, it was like nails on a chalkboard to me. Um, it, and it kind of took me a little while to understand why I just, there was something about it that rubbed me the wrong way. Right. But I couldn't really put my finger on it. I just thought, God, you just, what is wrong with this picture? The phrase was not my circus, not my monkeys. I hate that phrase. You, you may like it. You may know it from a different context, right? So don't, you know, certainly if it means something else, I have no idea. The only context I know that phrase from is it's a choice phrase from a couple of people I know or knew. And it often came up when, you know, we as a, as a team, as a unit, as a squadron, we're encountering a problem and we were trying to figure out what to do about it. And, and more often than not, military or not, right, when you encounter a problem in a unit, when you encounter a problem, it's probably not just your problem. So I, so I don't want to contradict myself here, right, right with, within a pretty short episode, although there's probably going to be a, one of the longer meditations. When you walk in as a supervisor inheriting a problem, that becomes your problem to fix. If you don't take ownership of that problem, not only will it be obvious to your team for the worse, you're going to let them down. Now, that said, when you walk in and take ownership of that problem, you also need to understand, you also need to acknowledge that you're probably not the only one suffering from it. Rarely are we suffering from these problems in a vacuum, independently, right? Unless they are of our own making, right? If I screw something up, I may alone suffer the consequences. More than likely, my team will suffer some, some set of consequences. But when there are external forces pushing on you, right? When you're in a military unit, in a company, in a squadron, in a battalion, and you have sister company squadrons, battalions around you, it's entirely possible, it's entirely likely, in, flat, in fact, that a problem you're trying to tackle in your unit, a sister unit will have seen or will see. So... It, it's important now that you not only take ownership of those problems, but that you take ownership of the role you have, not that you can have, but that you do have in helping your sister unit, helping your brothers and sisters to the right and the left, down the hall, in the cubicle farm above you or below you in the building, Right on the other side of your part of the line, on the other side of the restaurant, wherever it is, 
if you're addressing a problem, part of taking ownership is trying to figure out who else is affected by this problem or who else might be contributing to it and what can I do about it to fix it. Leaders don't see problems and then avoid them. It's one thing if you're not in a position to detect it. It's a totally different story if you see it and you ignore it particularly when you yourself are in a position to do something about it, right? And, and a leader generally, I will say, does not walk up to a problem and say, above my pay grade. I've said that before. I've said that phrase a lot. I'm as guilty as anyone else of saying that phrase. Sometimes we use it as a joke, right? When it's just something we can't explain when we're being cynical about something. But the reality is, even if I do not have the legal authority or whatever, if I'm not a general who can make a decision about this thing, if I'm not a C-suite executive, if I'm not the store manager, if I'm not shift supervisor who has the authority to change the schedule, to make this decision on an offload to whatever, that doesn't mean I'm not a person. Okay, let me not use a double negative or triple negative. Just because I'm not the person with the legal on paper authority to do something about it, doesn't mean I don't do anything about it. At the very least, I can walk up to the person who does have the legal authority and with respect, right, with a, a cogent argument, let them know this ain't kosher. This ain't right. This isn't working. This is busted. We're screwing people over. We're going to miss the deadline. We're going to miss the schedule. Whatever the downfall is, if you're a leader, you are still doing your part to fix that problem and taking ownership of, how, of however much you can, which includes helping your sister units. Inherited problems are your problems. And for the love of God, when you walk into a place and you've got peer team members who arguably could could value from your perspective, could get value from your perspective, the last thing you should do is clam up and say, well, this is, this is my team. I got my team of 15, 20, 50. I got my own problems. I don't have time for your crap. It's not what a leader does. It's not what a leader does. It's not what a friend does. It's not what someone who is intent on serving others does. Your team is doing great. Your team is in the lead of five. You guys have the best numbers, the best performance data. Riding on your own coattails, riding on the coattails of that data is not leadership. Your, your good leadership may have gotten the team to that point, but if you now ride headlong into the sunset, while kicking up dust against everybody else who's, who's struggling, who you can see struggling, they don't need you to be a knight in shining armor, but they could certainly use your help in serving from behind, from behind the scenes, helping them find the success they're capable of if only they had some coaching, some support, some help. Do not walk into a situation or walk up to a problem and simply say, not my circus, not my monkeys.
not going to worry about it. It's not what a leader does. Inherited problems are your problems. And a problem that you can see on the periphery in a sister unit or a sister part of the organization, right? A, a parallel office, whatever it is, that problem is your problem too. If you are intent on being a leader, that problem is your problem too. If you're in a position to see it, to feel it, to hear about it, and to input to it, that one is yours too. Take ownership of that. Support your teammates and do something to fix it. Even if you can't finish the job before your time in the job is done. Take the ball a few more yards down the field so that when you hand over the job to the next person, to a replacement, to the next sandwich artist, to the next shift supervisor, the world is a little bit better for them and they can take ownership of the next few yards. And then on and on the cycle goes until that problem is fixed and the mission moves forward. What problems have you inherited or do you inspect, expect to inherit? And do you realize that as soon as you pick up that flag, that mantle, whatever that title is, whatever that job is, those problems you inherited are yours. Own them as yours. Your team will respect you. Your superiors will respect you. And you will be a leader. Have a fantastic Monday. Hopefully the weather is cooperating wherever you are. Even if it's not, like I always remind you, get outside. Try to break a sweat today if you can, but if nothing else, take a few breaths of fresh air. Hug a friend or family member and let them know how important they are to you. Even if you can't see them in person, if you're not nearby them, send them a text, give them a call, email them, Facebook message them, whatever. Send them a DM on whatever your favorite social platform is and just let them know how important they are to you. And as always, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, and no matter what you do for a living, no matter what your family looks like, where you live, or how much money you make, go out, do the best you can, and lead well.